Welcome to Atlanta, jacking hammers and bows. Back to the Mac and jacking the clothes. Adolescents packing a foe. A knock on the door. Who is it? All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 1 800 707 9760 is your number to participate. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zing. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zing. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They're easy to go ahead and transport. You can use them for tailgating, and you can pick them up at a specs near you. That is Zing Zing, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so um, before we get to Cowboy James and Wolf, um, just sticking a couple things with NFL. So, yeah, so that's how I feel about the commander side. And on the Philly, um, you know, props to them. I mean, they're the last undefeated team standing. I think the NFC, I mean, first of all, I mean, like, I still feel like if you really want to be technical, I mean, Philly's the one team out of NFC or AFC that hasn't really showed that they have flaws. That's my opinion. I mean, they're pro- I've heard this and I've had to say, hey, let me just think about that. But if you look at it, they're one of the few teams as well that's deeper probably at every position than anybody else. Now, when you draft the last few years, when you're drafting in the top and all that kind of stuff, you're supposed to be that. That's the reason why it's like, yes, I, I love Doug Peterson. I think it's time to get his flowers. But Jacksonville should look like they got a lot of talent. They've been picking in the top five for I don't know how long. You know, so um, that's Philly. But I, I just feel everybody else has shown that they have flaws, um, you know, and it, pre- and it seems like 80. It, it, I don't know. I haven't looked at it, but it seems like 70 percent of the league is two and two. At least 80. I mean, so um, to me, you know, Philly deserves the right. I mean, they're going to be high up on a lot of people's uh, power rankings. But I've been saying this before. I picked them to win the division. But until Philly. Washington and the Giants can show that they can really beat Dallas on the field. I've got to see that. I've got to see that because that is a very weird division. I mean, no one's gone back to back in that division since Andy Reid was there. But at the same time, Dallas is owned within the division, even in the DAC era. But the thing that's killed Dallas is they're out of division schedule. They always choke those games away, you know. So um, that's kind of where I feel on that before we move on. What you got? Before we leave Philly. Uh, Jalen Hurts, MVP kind of conversation right now with the way that he's carrying his team. Of course, last 4-0 team. He currently sits number two in the conversation. Josh Allen leading the way, plus 275. Hurts behind him at plus 500, tied with Lamar Jackson. And then you get Mahomes' magical throw last night on Sunday Night Football, plus 600. And Herbert, you know, big drop off there to plus 1,600. Do you think that Hurts could it, could he run away with this? It, can he top what even what Josh Allen is doing or hold off Patrick Mahomes? No, I don't think I don't see I don't see uh, Jalen Hurts running away with it. I mean, first of all, I don't I know personally Philly is not going to play at this level the whole way through. No one really does. Stamp that one. I'll stamp it. I mean, I think they're a good football team. I mean, I think that they really look like they're the best team in the NFC East. But this is a course of a 17 week marathon. Yeah, 18 now, right? Yeah, 18, 17. So basically, 17 17 games. Yeah, it's a 17 game marathon. As you can see, we're at the quarter point, and there is a war nutrition in regards to who health, who stays healthy. That is a part to basically hosting the Lombardi in February and even making the playoffs a division is who can stay healthy. Okay, 
Some team strength and conditioning coaches are just worse than others. That's another big factor that we'll talk about here in a minute. So I just feel that that's, I mean, to sit there, you know, MVP talks is fine and they'll put futures on them. But the, I mean, come on. Other than the undefeated New England Patriots, that's the last team I've seen just run through the season hot through butter. And keep this in mind, Rams didn't get hot last year till about, I don't know, week nine, week 10, 11 even, somewhere around. They start getting hot. They went on to win the Super Bowl. So, again, just because you're the last team undefeated, I go look at the numbers. There's a lot of teams that's done that, that holds that title. They've either lost in, in the first round divisional game. They've lost in the championship game. They've lost. I think there's only one on that list that's really went on to win the Super Bowl. It just depends. So, again, give Philly their fires, but I'm not trying to say that they're going to run away with the year because, no, they're going to be good. They're going to win a game. I mean, that looks like in the, the NFC and in their division, that looks like that should be about 11 or 12 win team. At the minimum. But I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden things happen or, you know, something gets very whatever. And that goes to show that they end up basically getting 10 wins. But they still win the division. So it's a lot of football. We're at the quarter point, but we're just going to talk about what we see so far. Keep it moving. Um, Shout out to Adam. He's taking a lot of heat on this show, rightfully so, because he's had a lot of predictions that he's tried to come at me and say, you're wrong about that kid. Well, no, but props to him. Because for one, what's more impressive to me before I get to his Titans, um, I'm going to get to the one that he called about the Atlanta Falcons. Because there's going to be a lot of people in the media, former players, myself included, that could have some cheese on their face or some slime from Nickelodeon. That green slime. About the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons was projected by the desert and everybody to be the worst team in this football year by far. And the one thing I'll say about the Falcons, I got a text from old uh, man Stephen Reed, diehard Falcons fan. He's ATL everything. He texted me yesterday talking about, hey, you know what? It's starting to look like maybe Matt Ryan was the problem. And Stephen Reed, sometimes I swear that he slept with Matt Ryan underwear on. He loves Matt Ryan. Now, I didn't reply to him because I was busy and I was like, I don't know if I buy into that. I ain't, you know, I know I've been riding Matt Ryan. I don't see just because you move Matt Ryan. But regardless, new coaching staff, the way that, because Adam was the one out of anybody I heard that talked about the players that were getting, the type of office they were going. So props to Adam. Let me get to the number two. And props to his Tennessee Titans. Now, this is not a shocker to me. When we broke this game down Friday, I told you, they have ran off three straight games against the Colts. Make it four. Henry has, he's played 16 games against the Colts going into yesterday's game. No, excuse me, 12. He's played 12 games against the Colts going into Sunday. He has over 1,000 yards, and he has scored 12 touchdowns or six touchdowns, and he had another 100-yard game. This is a situation to where, you know, we've seen a Colts team against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then we saw a Colts team against tennis. First of all, Mike Vrabel just, they, he has their number. He, he knows what Frank Wright's going to do. He's got the number. They outcoach them every, I don't care if it's in Nashville. I don't care if it's Lucas Oldfield. And they look like they don't want any part of trying to tackle Derrick Henry. And the Colts for the last few years have always been a good run defensive team. Now, they had Shaq Leonard that came back this game. Wasn't a factor. I didn't think he came back. He came back too early. Look, I've been saying for weeks, looked like he lost 15 pounds of muscle. Got a concussion. And let me tell you, this weekend, hey, if you got dinged up or you even looked, people's asses were coming out and they were staying out. This is the earliest I've seen a concussion protocol come out on a Monday in a long time. I told you, man, Miami had the feds show up. 
the NFL feds. What the hell is going on? Already, and they found that Lee Harvey Oswald, the doctor they fired. I'm like, that's Lee Harvey, man. He's in the, he's in the, he's in the uh, library at the depository. It wasn't just him. Four shots came from that way. So they got his late Lee Harvey Oswald, the doctor that they fired. But I'll digress. Shaq's in, uh, you know, he comes back, he gets a concussion. He's out. The problem, props to Tennessee. Now, that makes them 2-3. and three. They started 0-3. They got off the mat against the Las Vegas Raiders, and then they won a, a division game against the Colts. They're 2-3 and three now, and I think they have a control of that division because now they're 1-0 in division. That was their first division game. Colts have gone 0 I picked them to win the AFC South. Speaking of the Colts, they've gone 0-3 in my book in the division. They got a tie, but they haven't beat anybody in the division. They're supposed to be one of the weakest divisions in football. And this has been a problem with Indy going back to even Chuck Pagano's last couple of years. I don't know what it is in Indy. I don't know what they do pregame. I don't know what they do. It was a problem with Chuck. It's really been bad under Frank. They start off slow. They spot everybody 20 points, 15, 14 points, and then they start playing, and then it just becomes too late. They did the same thing with Tennessee. The Colts, but I remind you, this is everybody, guys, that played the game. Guys on analysts, everybody, the Colts are one quarterback away. And I told y'all, if you, if you go look at Carson Wentz stats last year through four weeks with the Colts, go look at Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is averaging a fumble a week. He's got four. He's got a few interceptions. And you know what that has to do with? And I'm going to tell you this right now because I'm going to put Melvin Gordon's sorry ass, which I'm about to get into here pretty soon. I'm going to go with a couple of guys. When you what's I don't know this generation. Now, I didn't really see this with Brett. I didn't see this with other guys. But this generation, the older guys, they don't want to get hit no more, man. And when they're getting hit, they're putting it on the ground. Matt Ryan, like he has more turnovers at a clip than basically Carson did in the first four weeks at his cold uniform. But no, it was it, it was it was Carson's fault. Told you there were some flaws on this off this team. A lot of the flack is coming from the offensive line. The left tackle. And I told you Sunday, same thing with Cincinnati, or I told you Friday, same thing with the Bengals. You can go find a receiver on the street. You can find a running back on the street. You can't find left tackles on the couch. You don't fix that till April. And there's a lot of teams in the league that's fighting offensive line issues right now. The Colts have had one of the better offensive lines in the last few years. It's having some problems on the left tackle. They still got the best guard in the game in Nelson Q. I don't think it's his fault. I don't think it's Kelly's fault, but one guy can screw up the whole damn offensive line. But let me tell you this, though. And if you look at it, look at Jonathan Taylor's numbers. Since like, Now, he had an all-world year last year. His numbers did. Why that offensive line has changed. The same thing we killed Zeke for. Zeke ain't been right since his rookie year. People think diminishing. He's taking a beating. Why? Because that offensive line changed, too. All right? But it was all Carson's fault. Colts right now, the most disappointing team in the National Football League, one of them, top one or two, because every a lot of people had them picked. And for sure, the South, for sure, the South, they had a few Super Bowl picks, but there was a lot of people that drunk that Kool-Aid about a quarterback away. 1-800-707-976. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Cowboy James. Cowboy James, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone and Fox South Central Texas and Waco. What's going on? Hey, what's, hey, what's going on? Okay, can you hear me? Okay? Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, I won't be impressed at this next week. Uh, whether Clinton or two five four. Um, 
in agreement with you when you say that from the past, Nicky's mistake is when that comes back. Here's my question. Remember a time ago, I told you that that means he was to outshine on some facts that he could have dumped out. But yeah, well, hey, the, we got a bad connection, man. You got to. I, I think you something with that. We got a bad connection on that one, Cowboy James. Like you were walking, trying to talk call back. Yeah, you can try to call back and just go and try and see if we can finish up. But let's let's take one more here, real quick. Let's go to uh, let's go to Roof. Roof, you on the sports grind here on Ticket Seven Sixty and Thirteen Hundred Zone in Fox South Central Texas and Waco. What's going on? Hey, Calvin, love your show. Best on best on radio. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Man. But, I appreciate it. But you, but you know, know what? what? Um, I respect your opinion, so please listen to mine. I think as far as rivalries go, OU and Texas probably ranks number two. I've been watching football a long time, Calvin. I'm older than you are, and I can go back to Johnny Rogers in Oklahoma. Rivalries are based on history, and I can remember some rivalries that are no more, such as Oklahoma, Nebraska, USC, Notre Dame. But without a doubt, the number one in football is Michigan-Ohio State. Right behind that is Texas OU because it's stead the test of time. The Iron Bowl, you have to remember the only colleges in Alabama, which fits into Texas three times, is Auburn and Alabama. Nobody's going to watch South Alabama versus UAB. But I guarantee you when you show up on Saturday and you go to Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever your hangout is, Everybody is watching OU in Texas, and that's probably across the nation. They have history. They have rivalry. They might not be as good as they were in days gone by, but they're going forward. So the Iron Bowl can no way compare to Texas based on all the schools we have in Texas. And Alabama and Auburn, that's all they got. What else are they going to turn into? Let, let me ask you something, Rove. Okay, like you said, you wanted me to respect your opinion and respect because I understand every time I've been doing this long, every time a compliment comes, I know it's coming with something like, hey, just, let me just get you compliments. But I, no, I know you t- called before, Rove. Let me ask you this. I respect the way you broke it down, but then let me ask you this. Then why is game day going to Kansas this week? Because, because it's, it's a media, media thing. It's a media thing. These teams aren't doing well. Kansas is doing this great. Let's pitch this to the public. Let's get some ratings. Come on, man. It's a business. You're in media. You know what this is all about. This isn't about the game. This is about Kansas. Who the hell is Kansas? They've had a great year, and they're going to suck for the next 10. Okay. All right, Rupp. Well, I, I'm, we're gonna, I, you made some good points in the phone call, but I'm going to respectfully disagree on a couple points. But thanks for the phone call. I'm going to respectfully disagree because to me, yes, the media attention Kansas will get now that they're having this Cinderella story and this how the four-letter network goes and this and that. Yes, I can see that. I'm not naive to that. Like I said in the opening, I'm going to say it again. If Texas and OU were both ranked in the top 10 in the AP, game day would be at the state fair it's happened before regardless whether kansas needed some pubs some runs so i'm gonna push back on that i disagree with that if 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 can if oklahoma and texas were both rated in the top 10 in the ap and one had one loss and the other one's undefeated that they both had one loss and they both were one the bottom line if they were ranked in the top 10 this game would be a game day they've been there before so back to the other point about the rivalry, saying that uh, I would have to ask you what Buffalo Wild Wings, you talking about in Texas 
or in Oklahoma, yeah, all the people going to be on Texas and Oklahoma. And I'm not saying the other people in New York, South and Florida, Georgia don't watch OU in Texas or don't tune in Saturday to watch their Longhorns or the Sooners. They're transplants all over. But what I'm telling you is that this robbery, even though it stands the test of time, like Rolf has said, and even though he's got history and go that, because I can tell you, and you did put him number two behind old Bosham, Bettler, and all them back in Michigan and all that. But the truth of the matter, man, it's been on steroids in this region. It's been on steroids. Texas still thinks they're the holy grail when it comes to football. But if you look at the recruiting and you look at how many guys are getting jacked from Florida and California, that can be tested. But Texas down here and this whole border thing and OU and you go back to the old Southwestern Conference, it's been on steroids in this region, man. It is. And I don't think it's really a close second. I disagree with it. it's, it's, it's number two. You know what I'm saying? Because I, if you, fine, throw Alabama and Auburn and go. I could probably think of some other games that, you know, that are probably some other teams. I have to think about it, but come on. I mean, I mean, come on, you know? Because I guarantee you, if Miami, if the University of Miami and Notre Dame played every year, that would be a lot bigger than Texas and OU on a national scale. It's just in Texas, man, we think our stuff don't stink, and we think this is the holy grail. This is the mecca when it comes to football. And partially, it kind of has been. But things are kind of changing. But I respect your, I respect your opinion, Ro, because you did it respectfully. Now, if you would have came up here and said, hey, Cal, you know what the hell I've been talking, talking about. You just don't know, but you did it right. So... When we get back, we're going to try Cowboy James. We got Mike on the hole, too. I want to talk about some other NFL games as well, too, that took place. When we get back, you listen to the Sports Grind, 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Crowd. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.
Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. Sponsor of the sports crime. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. I cut so much you thought I was a DJ. Two, one, yep, three. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dosecchi's, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. All right, keep in mind, Specs, they have uh, Specs Wines and Spirits. That's where you find the experts, and they've been at Finer Foods and have been a Texas family-owned destination for selections and savings since 1962. It's on your it's your one-stop shop with literally of thousands of wine spirits and beers at an everyday lower price that is specs official sponsor of the sports grind and an official partner of your dallas cowboys 1-800-707-9760 all right before we get back to the phone so we've got some other reaction coming in on facebook live and uh terry Okay, Terry's checking in, and this is kind of, it's crazy he's checking in, because this is kind of along the lines, I've said it before, but I was going to go back to this uh, with Ruth's phone call, but Terry says, Texas and OU is overrated. Yes, it has the fair and the scenery, but is more regional than nationwide. Um, the Ohio State versus Michigan is awesome, Bama versus Auburn is almost treacherous, and Miami versus Florida State is better. It doesn't help that Texas OU is played at 11, which at the same time as other games, that's just how the network feels about this game. Now, I don't there's – a, there's a lot that I see where he's coming from, Terry's coming from, because a lot of people – I've said this forever. I don't understand – the reason why – and I'm going to make this point another point. I don't understand why this game has to be played every – that this game is never played in prime time, okay, um, that it's always connected to the fair. And this is another thing that I think that hurts this outside this region. And then I kind of talked about this with the Texas Tech situation. The problem also when you compare to other regions and other – you know, these other rivalries and stuff, Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn, Alabama, or whatever – the problem is, is that I don't know if it's Texas fan base or whoever, but the problem is y'all claim rivalries with A&M because remember before when y'all claim rivalries with Texas Tech, then you claim rivalries. Oh, y'all claim that's a that's why I know that it's not close to those other rivalries we talk in this region. Yes, but it's because it's this region. But the problem is, y'all think is Texas A&M and UT was a big robbery? That was every Thanksgiving. I mean, hell, local government and Congress got involved when they stopped playing that. When A&M left to the SEC, that stuff was in courts almost. Come on, man. I mean, for that reason. But I've always said that, hey, it would help if you play this robbery game sometimes in prime time. The Iron Bowl is sometimes played in prime time. Some of the greatest calls 
in that robbery. And look at those games, even in the Saban era, how they ended. I mean, ended. You know, rest is so I forgot my man's name at Armin and passed away. But I mean, look at some of the legendary call the missed field goal, but the guy's back there to catch it and he runs. And Alabama's the one saying the next thing he comes on, oh, they ain't gonna keep him off the field tonight. And it goes crazy. Legendary, man. Like, stop it in your feelings, man, because Texas, when it comes to football, man, ain't nobody can tell anybody from Texas down here anything. But see, the city's the state's changing. You got all these transplants coming in. You know, we just had a new guy from the show today from Detroit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Long ass stop calling coming from California and New York. So now Texas is really changed because you got a lot of people like, damn, it ain't that expensive. Down. Let's go down there. Yeah, but they ride horses down. They don't ride horses anymore. And the next thing you know, our highways are flooded. And it's traffic. There's more people on there. Okay? So the landscape, you even got transplants down here like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, I guess so. I guarantee you, man, people won't be on so, what is this OU is 2 o'clock still sucks? They don't even know. But you alumni guys that go to OU and Tech, it's the world to y'all. And I get it. I mean, I'm not trying to say, I mean, I, for who is that to say? Somebody said it's right above the uh, what the Apple Cup. <laughs> I forgot which one. Who's the Apple Cup? Who is that, Jonas? So Washington and Washington State. Wow, now that's disrespectful. Now I didn't come on the airways. Talk. Who was that that said that? That's our friend from the Midwest, Anthony White. Anthony White coming in uh, swinging haymakers from these because it's right above the Apple Cup. That's disrespect. But see, that's somebody that's not enriched in here yet in Texas. One eight hundred. 707-9760. Back to the NFL. So we talked about the Colts situation. Okay, just a mess. Let's go also, before we go back to the phones, let's go, let me get a couple of these other uh, points real quick on some other games that went in. Um, let's talk about, um, let's go to Vegas, because I want to talk about the Tampa Bay game. Let's go down to Vegas with the Raiders. The 0-3 Raiders coming in this game against the Denver Broncos. The the, the I guess the... Uh, Overly critiqued and struggling Denver Broncos coming into this game. Um, look, I you know I told Casey Rob this. I think uh, he he sent me a message. I messaged him um, Friday night or Saturday, and I said, or I think it was Saturday. I said, you know what? I said I'm more interested. And I we didn't get a chance to talk to about this game on Friday because we ran out of time. But I meant to bring it up Friday on the show. I was more interested in seeing the matchup between PS2 and Devonte Adams. I was more interested in seeing that within the game, within the game, but I got to see both, which that 100 yards deceiving. I mean, PS2 was on him. I mean, credit to Josh McDaniels because they made adjustments at halftime to get him free in different routes where PS2 wasn't on him. PS2 had him locked up, won the, pretty much won the, 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 the battle. I think he's special. He's going to be special. Devontae Adams, a lot of people think he's one of the better wide receivers in the league. Um, let's get to the game. In 2021. It started in 2020, but in 2021, early 2022, in July, in June, in camp, in August, I came on these airways saying, look, man, Melvin Gordon's got to go. Get him off the squad. Been saying that since last year. And I used to try to defend Melvin Gordon. Like I said, good guy. I think he, he's his mom. I mean, his, they got a good relationship with his mom. I've always, you know, good guy from what people that known him, that, that talked to him, whatever. But he got to go. He should have been gone. He was, they strung him along and signed him late in the summer. He had good numbers last year. Him and Javante Williams, which we'll get to him. Had great numbers. Fumbling. Kansas City Chiefs, primetime last year. Wasn't going to beat Kansas City. 
Not good enough to beat Kansas City last year. But the game was hanging close. Here come Melvin. Put it on the ground. Week one, he did it again last year in another Kansas City game. Back-to-back year. Then fast forward to week one. Put him in the game. First time he catch the ball. Fumble. Sunday. 10-10 football game. Raiders ain't done nothing. The only thing they've really done is win the time of possession and field position. But really, the offense ain't going up and down. Can't get Devontae Adams going. Defense sends them three and out. Got in the red zone a couple times. Denver got the best red zone defense in the league. Tapped them out. Offense is marching at the 40. Melvin checks in. First game, bam, puts it on the grass. Not just a fumble, a scoop and score. Changed the whole game, ball game. They came back and answered that right before the half, and then basically the Raiders got a field goal right before halftime. But bottom line, killed the momentum of the game, changed the whole thing. The thing about this is that if you got rooting interest in Denver, what thing that sucks, he's going to get the carries and more carries. Now you got to. I've been saying go with Boone. I'm not going to fault Boone for dropping a fourth down pass that was right there in his hand. He got no run in preseason. Plus he's third on the jet track. He's playing special teams, but I know he's better. And George Payton, at this stage of career, Melvin is older and he's tired of getting hit. These aren't even hard hits. Now, he got emotional and teared up at the press conference. Now, I got all the respect for Mike Kliss in the world because I know Mike Kliss tweeted out, like, hey, these, learn, these young guys can learn something. Credit to Melvin. I know he's a bunch of bad, but he stood up there and took all these questions. And I'm like, well, damn, Mike, yeah, the young guys can learn because he's doing that damn thing every, every year. They've seen that press. I've seen that conversation and that podium. Yesterday got a little teary out it. You should cry. Team, the old, you win and lose as a team in the national football game. Ultimate team sport. That L yesterday, the way they were playing and the proving all, that's on Melvin. Now, the results of that, Javante Williams out for the season. AC, I can look at the way it went down. I can see it putting pressure. And I got three messages. Casey Robb, a few other people. Hey, let Javante. Look, man, I don't need y'all to message me to tell me that Javante Williams is out for the season. I thought that last night. And I've got, if I really want to know for the news came out, I either call Mike. I got a couple other people down in Colorado. I don't, that, some of that is just undertone, y'all. Man. Hey, Javante's out for the year. Really? Shocking. Now, strength and condition coach, he's got to get fired, man. This is out of hand. Now, the only thing I'll give a pass a little bit is because Javante Williams had a pro. I think he had a knee situation in, in Carolina. He got his knee kind of banged up last year. That made him hit some games. There's that. Now, I ain't heard the MRI on Gregory. Now, I feel like Javante Williams is a big blow, but Gregory losing him and we're going to pass rush. It's a team that's not really that deep at certain positions. They're just not. So, again, that's a blow. But the Raiders got off the mat. That was the Raiders. You want to make so mad? That was the Raiders' first defensive touchdown in three years. They haven't scored a defensive touchdown in three years. And Melvin gets tapped on the right shoulder and puts it on the Vegas dirt. Ball game. They were about to put the foot on the throat and win that game. The offense was getting better. Russell's looked better in each ever game. Now, the one, if I've got to be critical with Russ, like everybody else, if I want to run by and say, hey, man, 250, man, oh, left ride. What is he doing? He's gotten better in every each game. The deep ball is coming in. This is the deal. Him and Hackett just got to get on an equal medium ground. The thing of it is, Hackett is calling this game like that's Aaron Rodgers in the pocket. And it's his system, but it's not. Now, I don't know if Hackett's saying, well, damn, I thought Aaron was coming with me, so we're going to run this offense. Nah, man, I ain't ready to give him Hackett. Man, four games. Clock management's got better. The one thing I'll give Hackett credit, he earned strikes with me. When Javante Williams got hurt, Melvin's ass stayed on the bench. 
Put in Boone. We ain't gonna put. We know he's out. Put. He didn't touch the ball again to like the fourth quarter. Now come Thursday, he's gonna touch the more because he's probably gonna be one of Boone. I'd rather sign somebody's ass off the practice squad. Guy's trash, man. He's done. And due to the fact that he was crying at the podium, that's a mental thing right there. You damn right that L's on Melvin Gordon. Had a right to put him on the throat, and then they got to go play Kansas City. Speaking of the Raiders, that would have been it. But you gave them life. Raiders had to do what they got to do. Send Denver 2-2. Two and two. Moving on from that game before we go to the phones. Last night, Tampa Bay. All right? Tampa Bay and Kansas City. It's obvious. I had this one in the foundation picks. Kansas City turned, returned to the scene of the crime of a couple years ago in the Super Bowl, and you could tell that they've been waiting on that game since the schedule came out. They kicked their ass. The game wasn't even that close as the score indicated. I haven't seen a Todd Bowles defense get holed out like that that quick or like that. They jumped all over them, scored like in 30 seconds. They were waiting on that one. They punched that uh, the kickoff return yeah. right out. They, they were waiting on that one. Um, Tom, again, offensive line issues. That one was on him. He didn't pick up that blitz. It was a good design. Offensive line issues. Tampa is 2-2. Two two. Like I said, seems like 80% of the league is 2-2. Two two. Props to Kansas City. They lost against the Colts. I figured they weren't going to lose two games in a row. Not losing like that to the Colts and coming and having a rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago. They were ready to go. 1-800-707-9760. Let's go to, um, who is that? Is that Mo? Oh, let's go to line three. Is that it's Motex. Motex. Okay, that's, I don't know if you've heard that name. Let's go to Motex. Motex, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone in Austin and Fox South Central and Waco. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, my man? Look, I just want to be real brief. Uh, Mo, Texas, I was born in Missouri, now living in Texas. And the Texas-Oklahoma rival has been more regional. Um, as you mentioned, there's another rival that I think that far beyond bigger than that, and it's going to sound crazy, but the Army-Navy game is a bigger rival and has more prestige than the Texas-Oklahoma rival. And that State Fair Classic is just part of the allure and and the popcorn to make it look bigger than what it really is. But no one really cares. And these Big 12 teams are amped up to help kick Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC where they'll continue to take their weapons. Hey, hey where are you calling from, Motex? Where you call, where you- I'm calling from Prairie View, Texas, my man. Okay, shout out to Prairie View. All right, Mo Texas, thanks for uh, grinding with us and checking in. All right, thank you. I mean, there you go. I mean, look, this family here, two to four. I know everybody else locally for decades on radio, TV. Oh, yeah, here we go. We're at the state fair. It's Texas OU. Horns down. Family has to tell you, man, look, somebody got to let them know that's mama buying them presents. Look, it's a good robbery, okay? But outside, look, y'all can talk what you want to. They're going to Kansas, okay? They're going to Kansas. Undefeated Kansas. Undefeated Kansas. And not only this, this ain't like they're ditching you for some other good story in the SEC, the ACC. No, it's in the Big 12. Y'all have your state fair. We need all the uh, chocolate-covered Snickers or pretzels or whatever the hell they do down there. Mo Texas checking in for Prairie View telling you like, hey, and that's still technically regionally telling you no. And Army, Navy, there you go. That's the one. Let's talk about it. I mean, come on. Like I told you, in Michigan, Ohio State, and Auburn and Alabama, somebody did a bid. Harvey Weindyke did a three to nine. Died in prison. No, wait, 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 excuse me. He, I think he was released. He didn't die in prison. Just got to watching Dahmer. I'm sorry, got confused. Hey, 
Didn't be it. Hey, I just want to let you know what. I poisoned them trees. What? I'm ready to poison them trees. They put that Jersey Scam Newton on Bear Bryant statue. I poisoned them trees. Did a three to nine, man. Don't tell me nothing about no burnt orange. It, and what time is I think we got three minutes to go. 3.50 and OU still sucks. Oh, Kansas. It's a long dime till Friday, man. I don't want to spoil the Red River showdown or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, we live in Texas, but we got to take shootout out of it. Okay. Stop it. Y'all y'all should have hoped that news passed me, but I would have heard it by Wednesday. They, college game ain't going to what? 1-800-707-976. Let's try Cowboy James. Let's try this again one time. Cowboy James, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone in Fox South Central Texas. What's up? Hey, Cal, I just I want your opinion on this. Did you see Dak Prescott pressing when he gets back because of the Cooper Rush hype? I personally, I see it happening. I'm booked, like you say, book it, stamp it. First game back, I got him throwing an interception, and it's going to be a crucial interception, and it's probably going to be against Philly when he comes back. You know, I love Dak, but I've never been in love with Dak. Thanks for taking my call. Very much clear of that one. Yeah, I heard you on that. Um, look, yes, I, I just think there's going to be pressure. Look, there's no controversy because Cooper can win the neck. He could go beat the Rams because there's a good chance Rams coming off of the L tonight. Kyle owns McVay. You know, I think Kyle looks at me like, they think he's hot. He's a young stud. I was on him in the bench watch. I'm going to kick his ass. I guarantee you, I'm pretty sure that offense of 49 is going to look a lot different than it did Sunday night. But the bottom line, they might catch the Rams off of a loss. Rams pissed off. Dallas Cooper wins again. There's no quarterback controversy. But to answer your question, it's not so much pressing. It's just the fact is Kellen Moore and them going to call this game the same way and everything will be fine. But there will be pressure on him to perform well. But his job is not going to be on jeopardy, in jeopardy. But that's for social media. And Jerry got something to do with this as well. Let's try to get one more in here. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone and Fox South Central, Texas and Waco. What's up? Mike, um, I'm, I'm over here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know I drive a truck. Hey man, um, if I was uh, if I was uh, if I was uh, Jimbo, I keep my mouth real closed this week about because they playing Alabama this week. Uh, he, he needs to keep his mouth closed. I've been talking to a people here in Tuscaloosa. They've been waiting a whole year for this ball game since they lost. Uh, uh, Texas A&M is in big trouble on Saturday night at seven o'clock. Uh, and, and if I was uh. And if I was Coach Saban, I would run the score up as high as I possibly could against Texas a and when they play this game on Saturday night. And I thank you for taking my call. Okay. Thanks for the phone call, man. Be safe out them road, hauling out there in Alabama, Tuscaloosa. So you got you covering all regions. Yeah. You know, hey, it's a bit, it's, it's a game. I just think it's a little bit luster on this one, you know, just because where the program's at. And I really think OU really did it bad by the, 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 what they displayed against TCU. I mean, you know, that's the, I mean, now this is Sarks. I mean, the other thing is, is Brett Brennables. It's his first one. It's first. Now that the chat is going to start. Oh, we hired a defensive minded coach. Y'all wasn't saying that anyway. Marquise Henderson's checking out Facebook. Like, where's that energy you had this summer for your Broncos, Cal? Where is it going? I mean, where is it going? I can take this day by day week. They're two and two, like 80 percent of the other league. You know what I'm saying? They're 0-1 in the division, the first division. Where's the energy going? And they got a slew of energy. Got a terrible strength and condition. Because what do you want me to tell you? Let me tell you. All right? What's to continue to talk about? I ain't going nowhere. I'm still here five days a week for now. You know? That's a wrap. All right? Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark.
All right. Special thanks to Sam summoning for Bartlett spin the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning before you hit the snooze button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.